It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. everyone it is time once again for the mainland podcast this is episode 353 i'm your host michael citro founder and managing editor of the mainland.com we cover orlando city the orlando pride ocb and all things soccer related in the city beautiful and joining me from tallahassee florida is david rowe fresh off a weekend in orlando as uh, as we mentioned on our previous show this week dave how you doing have you settled back into everyday life um, no, because I went out of town again and now I'm back. So I think I've actually spent more time out of town than I have in town over the last five, six days. So I'm, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm pretty tired, but I am still excited to be on our podcast and getting ready for this upcoming match. All right. Yeah. This is a big one. The new England revolution. We're starting to play, uh, Orlando city's starting to play. We're not playing anyone. Orlando city's no. starting to play some teams ahead of them in the standings the next few weeks and these are going to be key games and if the lions are going to keep things rolling uh, on their six game unbeaten streak and extend that they're gonna have to do something they don't do very often which is to get points from foxborough they've only come home with two points from two different draws over the years against the revolution they do not like the plastic grass they do not like uh the state of massachusetts they do not like robert Kraft. Um, I think we can relate to a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, nothing against the state of Massachusetts, but I definitely, definitely agree on the craft. And and one of my biggest issues uh, with American soccer is the amount of it that is played on plastic. I think it should be banned, and that's all I'm going to say about it for now. Well, it could be worse. You could be in Canada. Oh, Canada! Yeah, they have they have a lot of plastic grass up there. Uh, all right, so I thought we'd start off this show with a little uh, reminder about uh, what we're going to be missing this week, and it's uh, it's significant. The Lions are going to be without some players, but some of the players are known, and some of the players may not be as obvious that the, the Lions will be without. So uh, I wanted to wait until we got the availability report to check on one Adam Grinwis. Because as you know, Pedro Galese will be among those on international duty. Mm -hmm. And uh, with Mason Staduhar moving up to starter, who's going to be behind him on the bench? I actually uh, texted uh, the communications department earlier tonight 
and did not get a response as to who is going to be playing or, or dressing as the backup. And this could be a case of someone gets a short-term loan deal on Friday. And uh, it could be a case of, uh, you know, just, yeah, somebody just gets an emergency loan, maybe from USL team or something, but we will have to find out uh, what's going to happen. I believe Kenneth Vermeer is the only contracted goalkeeper that's not affiliated with a team. So it would be possible, I think, to to sign him to like a four-day deal or something. I, I don't know. There, I'm sure there's some kind of mechanism where they could use him as an emergency goalkeeper. Uh, but um, Mason needs to stay healthy because Adam Grinwis is out with concussion protocol. Uh, Javier Otero, who has dressed a few times as the backup, is not available. International duty there. And uh, you know that doesn't leave a whole lot. With OCB playing... In just a few minutes, as you and I record this, they play Thursday night in Chicago. It is possible that Friday they could fly up <laughs> the backup goalkeeper from OCB to be the backup on the bench for Mason on Saturday night. I That right now, to me, is the most likely scenario, although not ideal. No, that's definitely a uh, break glass only in case of emergency and uh, all well wishes and uh, stay healthies to Mason because, uh, you know, look, I, I like Mason, but there's a drop off from Pedro to him, but it's nowhere near what the drop off is after Mason. So we really, really, really need him to stay healthy through the entire match. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, you know, when you're looking at this, and you think, well, you know, Pedro's going to be on international duty. Still got Mason, still got Adam. Now you don't have Adam. You don't have Javi. It's, uh, it gets a little dicey and a little scary. So, you Wait know, a minute. I, what's that? We forgot. We forgot. We got Schlegel. Uh, Schlegel's going to be playing center back, unfortunately. He will not no, be available true. as a goalkeeper. <laughs> uh, I suppose you could. Uh, well, I mean, in a normal situation, there there would be some things you could do. You could move Kyle Smith to center back uh, and uh, and then move Schlegel to goalkeeper. But Kyle Smith is suspended. We'll get to that in a minute. But, um, yeah, it's it's not looking great in terms of, uh, you know, what what is going to be available to Orlando City and um, in the goal. So it's it's really Mason or bust at this point. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let's, let's first go through the international guys. Wilder Cartagena is, has joined Galese with Peru. So that's not too bad. You can bring in a Felipe. You can bring in a dagger down. You could move, uh, Mauricio back to the eight. There's a, a number of different ways that Oscar Pereja can address Wilder Cartagena's uh, absence. Um, Wilfredo Rivera, the homegrown is with Puerto Rico. Uh, he wouldn't have been dressed anyway, so that's not a, a, a big issue for the first team. Although OCB probably would have liked to have had him on, you know, available tonight. And Facundo Torres is with Uruguay, who decided not to dress him yesterday. Uh, so frustrating. Yeah, it's like don't call him up and deprive us of a player if you're not even going to put him in the uh, match day lineup. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like I say, that's it's annoying. I, I get it. Well, no, actually, no, I take that back. I don't. Don't do it. Do not. Do not do it. Um, also out is uh, Abdi Salim. He's got a knee injury. But again, he he, uh, he probably wouldn't have played, but Abdi Salim may have been dressed on the bench with Schlegel in for the suspended Antonio Carlos. So let's get to the suspended guys. We just talked about them, Smith and Carlos. Uh, Michael Halliday is back. So you've got a right back that you can plug in for Kyle. You've got Rodrigo Schlegel. We talked about this on our last uh, episode that if Schlegel plays like he did in the last 45 minutes the other night against, um, I'm blanking, Rapids. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, been a long week. If he plays as well as he did in the 45 minutes against the Rapids the other night, he will be fine because he was just, like, like we said the other night, he was having none of it. He was uh, He was Indiana Jones. And he was shooting the guys that were waving the swords at him. He was absolutely clinical. Yeah, he was getting it right, doing it in the open field, preventing dangerous chances, dangerous counters from uh, from quick, shifty players. And you love to see it. 
Uh, there is some good news on the availability report, though. Would you like to hear that, Dave? I Yes, we've heard all the bad. A little bit of good would be nice. Uh, upgrading from out to questionable, Gaston Gonzalez. Wow. This is a that player. Is good news. This is a player. When we saw him go down, we thought that could be several weeks. It could be a couple of months, but it looks like he's trending in the right direction. And uh, I don't want to jinx it or anything. So I'm going to knock on wood right now. And um, yeah, if Gaston can continue to recover from this uh, thigh injury, uh, he may be back in the lineup sooner rather than later. So that's, that's terrific news because he was really starting to come on when he uh, went down with the injury. Absolutely. It'll be good to, I mean, obviously he probably won't be back this match, uh, you know, being questionable and all that, but just the fact that he's, he's moved up that, uh, that ladder of availability, uh, bodes well for his return. Yeah. So we hope that he continues to do all the things that he's been doing. Uh, don't overextend yourself. Don't, uh, don't, don't hurt yourself trying to come back too quickly. Let the healing process take place. Listen to your trainers and, um, and be cautious. I think they will probably try to be a little cautious with him after, uh, losing him for the entire entirety of last year and you know in really not having him at full capacity to start this year so uh get well soon gaston no one heals like gaston <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so dave of these replacements you know you're, you're looking at torres being out you can probably expect ojeda to fill in for him Mm-hmm. So you're looking like if, if you're taking your number one lineup that that Oscar has been using, you've got Kara up top, unless he decides to rotate, which I I don't think he will since he's got some some time, but he could because there is a game coming up uh, on Wednesday against the Philadelphia Union at home, so there may be a little rotation. We may see some players that we haven't seen you know that much of. Um, we may even see a spot start from Duncan. Who knows? But I, I'm expecting Kara up top, and I'm expecting an attacking line of Angulo, uh, Ojeda, and Mauricio Pereira. So Ojeda's going to be probably your right side wing, and Pereira in the middle, and Angulo on the left. Uh, yep. Cesar will be in, and I'm guessing Felipe is the guy who will take his place. He's usually been the next guy up. Um and then your back line, we already talked about Schlegel and Halliday slotting in for the guys that they've been behind. And another possibility, too, is as well as he played last week, and I haven't seen the OCB lineup. I could probably look for that. Uh, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility to have Luca Petrasso in the lineup uh, instead of Rafael Santos. But, um, again, like I said, uh, as we record this, they're getting ready to play, and I know that the OCB lineup was really a little late getting up on the, uh, on the Twitter. So um, I can check that out real quick, but uh, you know, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting to see Santos back in there again. And of course, Mason is, uh, is going to be your, um, your goalkeeper. Pereira is playing for OCB tonight and uh, you're going to have, I don't know. Maybe some of these OCB guys will be on the bench flying up from Chicago on Friday to join their teammates. It's, it's not that far of a flight. So, And these guys are young. They bounce back quickly. So uh, I'm expecting maybe somebody from from uh, OCB could be on the bench tomorrow night. Uh, you almost have to uh, mm-hmm. with the, the amount of, of players that are out with, you know, with five players out and then uh, their replacements now off of the bench and onto the pitch. Um, it, it could have been a lot worse. Uh, the return of, of Halliday is, you, you know, he was the starter. Um, and so it's, you're, you're not really losing the starter, but you do lose then the backup if you like in Kyle Smith and, and the ultimate backup, because he can, uh, go to either side. Um, I think the biggest, you know, given the replacements, I think the biggest loss is Galese, honestly, uh, cause whoever's in goal is going to have to do. We're going to have to do some stuff because New England has got a lot of firepower, and mm-hmm. um, it's it's going to it could be a tough night unless the back line, you know, if like you say, if Schlegel is able to have a performance like he had last time out, and uh, Janssen does what Janssen does, then eh, maybe it's 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 a little better. I think we're going to see a very conservative game plan 
on Saturday night. It's going to be try to stay organized, try to hit on the counter, try to yeah, you know, just try to get out of there with a smash and grab, try to keep it nil nil as long as you can. And uh, hopefully you can hit on the counter before they can force you to come out of that. Uh, yeah. Just a, a classic road strategy. Um, Dominic Pereira may be the backup goalkeeper. Uh, Zachary Camp uh, Campagnolo is another kid who's uh, very, very young uh, and has uh, has been you know playing internationally as well. Uh, he's another guy that could come up and sit on the bench behind uh, those guys, but or behind Mason. There's no, there's no those guys. It's just one guy. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, they could call up Shaq Muhammad to sit the bench and and potentially um, you know just be available if you need him for 15, 20 minutes, uh, or even Jack Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's just where we're at in this match. And it's unfortunate, Tommy, because, you know, New England sits in fourth place. Uh, they are at a plus seven on goal differential. They've got, they've got plenty of goal. I think they got 28 goals. I mean, they, they are a good team in the Eastern conference. And this was always going to be a stretch, uh, even with, if we had the first choice team and, and without that, it's that hill just got a lot harder to climb. Yeah, you're right. New England on 28 goals, which is even with Philadelphia for what third in the Eastern Conference, uh, Atlanta and Columbus each have 35 and uh, which really stop showing off. Right. <laughs> what the hell do you I mean, need 35 on. goals for? We're sitting on 22. Yeah, right. It's just not I don't, I don't like it. So the Lions could put a four, one and two road record to the test. Against the New England team, it's five zero and three at home. Uh, it that's strength against strength, but again, this team's never won in Foxborough. I mean, there's really no better time to break that than now. Yeah, because it would be completely unexpected and um, a, a true smash and grab, a true uh, you know what what just happened? That was <laughs> that was really weird. Very cool, but man. Yeah, well, this I don't think either of us are expecting it. <laughs> no, neither, I think that will be reflected in our score predictions, but uh, yeah, most that's likely com that's coming up a little later in the show, as well as our key matchups. Uh, we will, of course, get to our mailbag box, Dave, and because uh, I know you love that, and mm -hmm. we've got a special guest, so we're we're gonna mm -hmm. bring in our special guest to help us prepare for the New England Revolution and the plastic grass of Gillette Stadium. And we're going to get to all of that right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right. Joining us on the Mainland Podcast, very happy to have with us from the Blazing Musket, formerly known as the Bent Musket at SB Nation, but now the Blazing Musket, a Substack independent. They have uh, spun off SB Nation, as have we. Sam Minton, the site manager, is with us. Uh, Sam, how's it going? Going good, going good. Uh, should be another fun matchup between New England and a Florida team. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, really glad to uh, be on the podcast. I assume you mean fun for New England fans since Orlando would be missing five regulars and also playing in a place that they've only ever taken two points out of. Yeah, there is that. But I mean, also, we are missing uh, George Petrovich up in New England, a, a big loss. Uh, so it will be interesting to see how both teams kind of handle. Obviously, Orlando has a bit more, but especially with the likes of Petrovich, still a big loss. Same with Galise. So definitely will be interesting to see how the teams uh, manage uh, with the ab absences. 
Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to start out with that because we 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 talk about uh, the 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 guys that are missing from Orlando City, which doesn't just include our starting goalkeeper, but our third goalkeeper and our MLS Next Pro starting goalkeeper. So Mason Staduhar, wrap him in bubble wrap. What's going on with the Revs? I know you're going to be missing some guys, but you're going to still have most of your heavy hitters. So who exactly, which regulars that are in the lineup are not going to be in the lineup on Saturday? Yeah, I would say mainly it is Georgia Petrovic uh, due to injuries and uh, around the lineup, whether it be a guy like Brandon Bayou who's been out but is trending in the direction of being able to play this week. Uh, various injuries in the midfield. We've seen Bruce Arena kind of shift to a 3-5-2. In that, uh, we've seen Christian McCoon get more starts. He will be absent. He's uh, with, I believe, the Venezuelan national team, so he will not be there as well. Obviously, Gold Cup coming around, but DeWan Jones should be there on Saturday. So it'll be kind of his last match before he heads off to U.S. national team camp. So I would say, really, you know, kind of like you were alluding to, the main guy is going to be there. You have a big loss in Petrovic, but you still got Carlos Hill, still got Gustavo Bo. Uh, you still got Matt Polster kind of holding things down the midfield. Noel Buck also trending in the right direction. Hopefully he's back. T. Flessing going to be there. So. A good chunk of guys are still going to be there, but you just have that one big loss in net. So uh, filling in for him, we're guessing uh, one Earl Edwards Jr.? That is correct. And, yeah, Bruce Arena basically confirmed that. Okay, and uh, obviously we're very familiar with him. Uh, how do you guys feel about him? Yeah, he definitely had to step up uh, early last season, uh, especially in CONCACAF Champions League play with Matt Turner getting that preseason injury. You know, he did a valiant job, and I think he's proven that he can be a quality backup. Uh, he seems to be handling, you know, almost mentoring a guy like George Petrovic quite well. Definitely a capable keeper. I'm personally excited. Uh, not disappointed, but I would have loved to see a guy like Jacob Jackson, a young goalkeeper. He is coming back from an injury, uh, but he seems to kind of be the future at the position. Obviously, George Petrovic seems to be just biding his time in New England uh, with all the international interest. But definitely Earl's a good goalkeeper. And if he has, you know, good defense in front of him with the likes of Dave Romney, Andrew Farrell, uh, Dewan Jones, uh, he he should be doing quite well. And hopefully the Revs will be able to walk away with three points. All right. I got a two-part question for you, Sam. And part of it is very timely. <laughs> we have uh, Bruce turned around the Revs from last year. Uh, he's He's got them going gotten them turned around very, very quickly. And I was just kind of curious as to a, how has he been able to do that? And B, uh, how has he been able to do that without really much help from Josie Altador, who has, uh, as of just before we started recording, this has officially been bought out. Yeah. It's a really interesting because it's almost a tale of two, uh, winter transfer windows. Cause you mentioned Josie Altador, uh, getting bought out. That was just, it was a real sad uh, time in New England. You're paying all this money. Obviously, there's the whole scenario with Toronto. And he just was never able to really fit in. Uh, he had troubles with fitness. And it seemed like those troubles just were almost his entire career here in New England. He goes to playbook, gets more playing time. You hope he would do well. And it just didn't pan out. You have the lights of Omar Gonzalez. He also really struggled last year. Uh, but when it comes to these inter-MLS moves, Bruce has absolutely dominated uh, them in the most recent uh, kind of winter transfer window with the likes of Dave Romney, Latif Blessing, Bobby Wood just coming out of nowhere. It seemed like Bobby Wood was going to be that Josie Altidore where Bruce is kind of trusting one of those old U.S. men's national team guys to really make an impact. And he's proven us all wrong, tied for the Golden Boot race right now with uh, Carlos Heel. So definitely, I think those inter-MLS moves have been key. He's been able to hit on those and have guys not take long to adjust. Uh, there's an also another striker who hasn't been performing well, Giacomo Veroni, designated player, hasn't gotten a lot of playing time, has almost, you know, at times been kept on the bench in favor of someone like Josie Altador. So it's going to be interesting to see how this affects his playing time. But I would say those inter-MLS moves have been crucial for a guy like Buzarina, uh to kind of turn things around. Yeah, more like Josie out the door. Am I right? You are right. I I love that. I know our boy Jake Cadden. He's going to love that pun. <laughs> yeah, he loves That's... the puns, Jake. Oh, yeah. I made sure to send him a picture of the podcast because I know he's going to love that. 
That's fantastic. Uh, obviously, uh, y'all got uh, Gustavo Bo back recently. Um, you know, he got the start last match. Uh, how is he looking? Yeah, even though he wasn't able to score a goal, I was really impressed uh, with how he performed. Just overall, his chemistry of Carlos Hill, it's on another level. They just always seem to find each other uh, on the pitch. I also was impressed, too. You know, he's a guy who loves to go for a shot from distance, but he, he was being able to lay it off to his teammates, kind of create the best play, best scoring chance, doing quite well, even uh, pressing on the defense, causing a few turnovers. So I was really impressed with how he played. There's obviously the fitness concerns. Will he be able to stay healthy? That's been a problem here in New England. But I think if he's able to play similarly to how he played against Inter-Miami, we could definitely see him score a goal. And I, I'm really impressed to see him with how he's been able to come back and not take long to come back. And it'll be interesting to see if he could possibly get a guy like Veroni going, but obviously his chemistry with Carlos heels on another level. Sam, I want to talk a little bit about Dave Romney, because this is a guy I, I saw him play with the galaxy several times. And I was definitely not impressed with him. was a little surprised that Nashville went out and got him. And I don't know whether it was pairing with Walker Zimmerman or what, but he turned into a really solid center back in his own right and now obviously has uh, has been able to help new england quite a bit have you ever talked to him about if whether or not he's been able to pick up stuff from walker or uh what do you know what the the key to his turnaround of his career has been yeah we, we haven't really gotten to touch upon you know working with walker i i know whenever he's mentioned he, he's quite complimentary of him but i just think you know being able to be a tall physical presence that's definitely something that's helped him in his career and I think just coming into New England, it's kind of the expectation that he was going to be the guy. And I think Bruce, you know, kind of added some confidence to his game. It always seemed like it was going to be Dave Romney and it was going to be a battle between Henry Kessler and Andrew Farrell. Now with Kessler hurt, we've seen Farrell step up into that starting role. But I think, you know, having the confidence of someone like Bruce Arena going out, going to get you has kind of, you know, helped him make the transition to New England and, you know, kind of be a focal point of that center back pairing. And I think obviously when you're playing get with someone like Walker, it can be like, all right, like you mentioned, you know, maybe Walker's helping him out. But now in New England, he's kind of the guy. Obviously, you got the wings, but they're more on the attack compared to defensively, you know, being those major uh playing a major role. So I think just having that confidence that Bruce went out and got him. It, it seemed like the expectation was he's going to be kind of a mainstay in that back line. Uh, definitely has helped him kind of make that adjustment to New England. Uh, obviously, you know, we we all know the big names uh, for New England. Uh, who who don't we know about that's impressed you so far this season that we should keep an eye on? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on how invested you are in, in a U.S. youth national team, but Noel Buck has been absolutely amazing and especially after his first season you know it seemed like he still had some maturing to do he is just 18 but he's just so much stronger on the ball and has just really been a great part of that midfield there's been points where you almost have to wonder could a guy like Matt Polster be forced to the bench just because of how well Buck has been playing you know he has had this injury that kept him out of the match day squad last week so he could be more uh, in a bench role uh, against Orlando City. Uh, but just overall, his ability on the ball, being able to find the back of the net skill, it's been really impressive. And overall, I would say the kids in terms of you have Noel Buck, you have Jack Paniotu, and you have Esmir Baratarovic. They've, they've really been impressive. I would say Buck is kind of leading the way. Esmir and Jack still have a way to go, but they they have this confidence. They're great on the ball. Esmir can kind of operate more in the wing, Jack more in the middle, and they're just showing just how the Revolution Academy has really grown uh, just recently. They announced the signing of their youngest uh, first-team player in Peyton Miller. He's just a little bit younger than Diego Fagundes. And so it's really showing this youth movement that is happening in New England. And it's definitely a far cry from what we've seen in recent years. So it's credit to, you know, Rob Bashir, who's been kind of running the academy, as well as the entire coaching staff and front office staff, staff there to just be able to build this youth. And now seeing Noel Buck, you know, being able to play a major role, it just is kind of uh, showing the fruits of their labor. Sam, I'm going to ask you to put on a hat uh, and be the scout for Orlando City. And I'm going to ask you, like, other than not having Petrovic, how would you go about attacking this New England defense? And how would you try to stop or slow down Carlos Hill? 
Yeah, you know, it seemed like at points when it came to stopping Carter's heel, it would just be be physical, foul him, chop him down. And I mean, that's still a valiant effort, but I, I think you have to somehow try and get him out of the game, whether it be doubling, tripling him. It's just something that you have to do. I would definitely say being physical is a way to get him out of the game. He's constantly at times, you know, uh, going at the referees, wanting for calls. Bruce Arena is never shy to tell the referees that they're not protecting him. Uh, but there, there was a game this year, I'm blanking on it, was where uh, oppo- opponents were very physical and he was still able to get through it. And he just seems to be, you know, not on the MVP level, but on another level so far. And I think really if uh, you're able to kind of shut down the revolution on the wings, obviously they've been kind of playing around. You have Ima hanging on the left, Dewan Jones shifted over to the right. I think if you're able to shut down the wings of the revolution, Dewan Jones, I would say definitely being a major guy after the loss of Dylan Barrero, you just got to shut them down, uh, kind of limit service into the box, especially the goalkeeper situation. Like you guys mentioned, uh, if you're able to limit service, limit those chances, uh, you know, where in the city can kind of scratch and claw for possibly a point or maybe even three, you know, the wings are crucial for just how this revolution attack works. So if you're able to shut them down, you definitely have a chance. All right. Well, I mean, I like that, uh, you know, there's a chance um, <laughs> who on, uh, you know, obviously we do have a lot of guys out. Um, is there anything about Orlando City that does worry you? I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. The The, the main guy who uh, worries me is obviously you guys do have a quality coach in Pereira, but he's missing. I mean, I, I always love watching Pedro Galice. I think, you know, definitely an amazing goalkeeper. So the fact that he is out, even though obviously the Revs have Petrovic out, you know, it definitely makes it seem like the revolution should be walking away with three points. But I think when you have an Oscar Pereira coach team, you know, anything can happen, especially if you have kind of, you know, some guys looking to make an impact, kind of make a name for themselves, you know, with all those absences, uh, but definitely going to miss uh, being able to watch uh, Pedro Lise kind of show off his stuff in that, uh, this week. All right, Sam, before we let you get out of here, I want to ask you to put your money where your mouth is and give us a score prediction. But also, before you do that, tell us where this game will be won and lost on the field in Foxborough on Saturday night. I think this game will be won and lost in the fact that the revolution have to play a complete 90 minutes so i think it's going to be in kind of that 75th to 90 minute range because there's been multiple times where the revolution have kind of gotten off the gas pedal so even if you see the revolution get up to a 2-1 lead say and it's the 60th minute i would say that's still a game that orlando city can walk away with Uh, so i definitely think it's going to be you know, one in the latter stages of the game. And I think when you now don't have someone like Petrovic, uh, Orlando City could definitely strike and, you know, be able to find those goals. So I'm definitely, uh, you know, as much as I, I would love to say that the Revolution are going to completely shut out Orlando City, I, I'm going to say that we're going to get kind of a, a high-scoring affair, decent uh, scoring affair. I'll say a 2-1 uh, win for the Revolution just a loss of Elise and, you know, who knows who will be in that. I think uh, the revolution should be able to find the back of the net and get the three points. All right, uh, Sam, where can people find you and your fine work online if they want to catch up on the revs before Saturday night? Yeah, definitely. You know, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at Sam underscore Minton 22. Not really tweeting as much from there. So make sure to uh, check us out over at the blazing musket on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, definitely make sure to check us out, www.theblazingmusket.com. We have all of your New England soccer coverage, USL Championship, USL League 2. Uh, it's definitely a wonderful time in New England for soccer. And, you know, thank you guys so much for having me on. All right, Sam. Thank you so much. We'll catch up with you down the road because we're going to play again in Orlando later this year. Oh, yeah, and we get the lovely heat that the revolution will definitely be waiting for. <laughs> oh, is is heat worse than plastic grass? I can't decide. <laughs> you got a good point there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Sam. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And we are back, Dave. And a big thanks again to Sam Minton from the Blazing Musket. Really hard not Absolutely. to say the Bent Musket because I'm so used to being the Bent Musket over the years. But now they're blazing. And uh, just like their team with 30, uh, about 28 goals, maybe we should change our name to the Blazing Land. <laughs> I, um, I'm, I, how about no? Um, I, don't, I don't think that's going to work. I, that's it, it would be a little derivative anyway of, of the Blazing. True. Musket, so, the Incendiary yeah. Land. <laughs> yes. Just going to the thesaurus to, uh, to figure out a way to increase the scoring potential of the team that we follow. That's right. That's, that's the way the world and the universe work. Uh, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. All right, Dave, before we get to our key matchups and our score predictions, um, what do you say? We uh, open some mail. You like the mailbag box? I love the mailbag box. There you go. Set you up for that. And uh, now we're going to dive in to what our listeners are, uh, are demanding to know from us. There's a few ways that you can ask us anything at the Mainland Podcast. One of those ways is through the traditional electronic mail or email, if you will. Uh, you can email us at themainland at gmail.com, or you can also hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at the mainland and use the hashtag AskTMLPC. And if you don't want to do either of those, you could go to themainland.com and uh, then click on the Mainland Podcast page and fill out the form there. And hit send, and it will send us your questions. So a few ways you can do it. We'd love to hear from you. And let's dive in with a question from Andrew DeSalvo. Right. Once again, his subject line is, I love the mailbag box. Well done, sir. Uh, he says, hi, Mainland team. I was looking at the Orlando City Wikipedia page, as one does to look at the roster when five players are out for the next game. And I saw a section on the page for affiliated clubs. Orlando City is listed as having technical partnerships with four clubs, Stoke City, Wolfsburg, Benfica, and Atletico Paranaense. I'm excited to hear you pronounce that one, he says. But <laughs> I believe I got it right. <laughs> I think you did, yeah. Uh, he says, do you know what technical partnership actually means and how it is benefited or is it supposed to benefit our squad? Uh, thanks, as, all, as always, for all you do covering Orlando clubs. Andrew, I hate to say this, but I don't think any of those technical partnerships still exist. I actually have asked the club about this and could not get an answer given to me. Uh, the communications department was trying to get that information from the technical department. The technical department was either not passing that along or telling them not to pass it along to us. I don't know. But uh, this came out last year when one of the NWSL teams signed a, an agreement with Wolfsburg which was a surprise to us, Dave, because Wolfsburg, to our knowledge, already had a working relationship with Orlando City, including the Orlando Pride. Yes, it was a bit of a surprise, and, and thus that was our hint that perhaps that was not the case with Wolfsburg anymore. Mm -hmm. um, of course, the Stoke City, you're going way back to the early days on that one. Yes, and, 2015. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then Paranese, uh, we Look, we've actually spoken about uh, these technical partnerships over the years on the podcast, and our general take has always been, oh, that sounds great. And then absolutely zero happens from the partnership. Nothing. Yeah. We've got nothing that I can remember. Yeah, it's it's really not. Um, it's not a big deal. I mean, at least it hasn't been for Orlando City. Maybe it has worked out better for other clubs, but it's it's essentially a an agreement to exchange information. So uh, it may help s to some extent with scouting players. 
Um, maybe you're interested in a player, but you don't have the manpower to go scout somebody in some uh, far off remote part of Argentina or something, but maybe they have a scout in the area and they can help you out with that. Uh, I believe there have been some, some hosting situations where I know Jason Christ went over to, I think it was Benfica uh, at the time. And he went over and spent some time over there and checked it out and uh, checked out their facilities and stuff and their methodologies. And you know, it's about best practices. It's very corporate, right? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, there could be some occasional help from the other team, like when um, Leo Pereira was loaned from Paranaense uh, to Orlando City B, and then he ended up with Orlando City. Right. That's about the only time I can think of where an actual player was involved in any of this. It's, it's you know, you, you might get the impression that when you're looking at that, that, oh, it's kind of like the Red Bull uh, organization where, you know, they're able to move players back and forth and things like that. And it's not really the case. Yeah, it's it's nothing that uh, advantageous. No. Uh, but uh, and there also have been some kids in the system that have gone and trained with the other teams. And, and so there's there's been some benefits, but it's not a huge deal. No, and it never has been. No, and we would liked it. We would have liked it to have been a, a cool deal, but it never became one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we wanted more advantage advantages to come from it. Mm-hmm. They never never showed up. No. So I mean, maybe at one point there will be more of a harmonious um, exchange uh, between you know two of the teams that are affiliated or, or have a partnership together. But those four have not really borne a lot of fruit. That is tangible let's say maybe maybe they've adopted some of their methodologies and we don't even know it you know in the front office or whatever but um or even in training but we haven't it, there's nothing that we can point to and say that's what came from this partnership aside from the you know the loan of leo Pereira and um and you know some some visits that you know the coaches have made and, and that kind of thing so not not a lot has happened but there may be some stuff happening behind the scenes in terms of, like I mentioned, the the scouting is- issue. There may be a player that maybe Stoke City doesn't want to sign for EPL, but maybe they're MLS-ready players or or that Orlando thinks they might be uh, MLS-ready and they can rely on the scouting staff at Stoke City, for example. But again, I don't think any of those agreements are still in place. Yeah, the only agreement I could think of that maybe we have is with the Minnesota Vikings, but I'm not sure that we can use any of those players. Yeah, I don't know. Just send Justin Jefferson over here as an emergency <laughs> backup goalkeeper, please. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he can catch. We know that. It's all Wilf. Come on. Yeah, I, I don't see why. I don't see why not. Uh, I think that yeah. can happen. Uh, thank you so much, Andrew DeSalvo, for your question. Uh, I appreciate it. I do want to also address a question that wasn't necessarily a mailbag box question uh, that Matt Huffman sent us and asked. Um, he said he had an IT question. He can't seem to post his, to his. Um, he can't seem to make a post on our site with uh, his phone, his Android phone. And I know that a few people have mentioned that they have had trouble on mobile uh, leaving comments or whatever, but I don't have an answer for them because when I do it on my phone, it works. And I can't, if I can't replicate a problem, I don't know how to fix it. So I would say if you want to leave a comment and you're having trouble on your phone, just wait till you're in front of your computer and do it then. I'm sorry. I don't have a better answer for you, but I don't have a solution because I, I don't see where the problem actually is. Well, uh, you know, the only thing I can say is that I, since I'm an Android guy, I'll, go try it myself and see if I come up with any issues. Yeah. And I'm, we've had people on multiple platforms say that they've had trouble. I mean, not a lot. We've had very few, but we've had uh, at least one or two from Android, one Google, I think, and maybe an iPhone person as well. So it's, it's equal opportunity. So I don't, (laughs) I don't have an answer again. I, I, I can't replicate the problem and everything looks fine on, on the back end, according to our, our technical guy. So, um, yeah, again, if you, if you're having issues, I don't know what to say other than clear your cash and try again. And if that doesn't work, just, uh, hit us up, uh, when you're in front of a, a laptop or something. There you go. 
All right, that's it from the Gmail, Dave. Anything in the Twitters this week? We do. We've got one from longtime friend of the pod and mainland contributor Ryan Smith, who says, "Happy early Father's Day to our favorite Orlando radio dads." We're on the radio. Uh, we should be. Yeah, we probably should be. Um, if anybody wants to pay us, yep. yeah. <laughs> Uh, his question, any favorite, favorite soccer related memory with your own father or kids? Um, as far as my dad is concerned, uh, probably the only interaction about soccer would probably have been for him to say, turn that crap off. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a soccer guy. Uh, I did have, uh, I, I have two daughters and one didn't play a whole lot of soccer, but she was a member of the little lions. She was in the Orlando city, um, you know, youth rec league for a couple of years. And I have, uh, our older daughter who's now married and, and much older. She, uh, played for a state cup team and she had a lot of success as a goalkeeper, uh, until she dislocated her elbow, which kind of, uh, made her a little bit, nervous and and antsy and and uh, she really kind of you know wound down her her soccer participation from that point and just played um high school her last year of high school and she wanted to just have fun and hang out with her friends and that kind of thing but she was pretty pretty good she was getting pretty good i know we played a game uh, or a tournament in miami um and i think they were you want to say you 17 maybe teams there and she had to play against a team that had two U-17 Canadian internationals on it. Oh, wow. And uh, they peppered the goal. And she she gave up two, but she probably made about 15 saves in that game. Wow. Really amazing performance. I was, I was extremely proud of her for that and, and really for, for her just working so hard because she, she kind of went in as a defender and then became a goalkeeper, got interested in it, was, was willing to do work on the side and private sessions and stuff. So she really took it seriously for a while. But again, uh, we were over in Melbourne at a tournament and, uh, she just dove and fell on it wrong in, in pregame warmups. And, um, if you hear your child scream in pain, the way this child screamed in pain, you never want to, you'll, you'll never forget those screams. They'll, they'll live with you forever, but you don't want to experience it if you haven't. Yeah, no, certainly not. Um, about you? Well, I, yeah, I was going to say um, mine are generally a, a little bit happier. Uh, as I mentioned, I think it might have been last podcast or the one before, you know, when they were asking how we got into stuff. And of course, my dad uh, was a is a, is a longtime uh, soccer fan. And so there's been plenty of times where I've gotten to, to watch matches with him. I've even uh you know taking him to uh some orlando city matches um he and my stepmom um we have uh you know when epl's in going on we're texting each other on saturday or sunday mornings you know depending on what's going on with the match and and i'm going to tie it in now with my older son because he also uh is watching those matches and he'll uh so we we now have a, a group chat uh, for those, which is, that's kind of cool. Three generations all watching at the same time in, you know, different locations, but still communicating. Um, of course I've taken, you know, my boys to Orlando city matches and yeah, it's, uh, I've, I've got a ton of, of good memories just around soccer in general. Mm-hmm. Um, most of it, you know, just a, a few occasions at stadiums, but most of the time just, just sitting and watching together and it's, it's really nice. So, um, I mean, that was a really good question, Ryan. I, I question, appreciate Ryan. that. Yeah. It made me, made me think and, uh, uh, you know, uh, further appreciate my relationship with my dad and my kids and, and that relationship in regards to soccer. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that everything in the Twitter? That's everything we got in the Twitters for today. All right. Good mailbag box, folks. Thank you for sending in your questions. If you want to get in your questions for next week, we'd love to have them. You can ask us anything. It's just like an AMA on Reddit. Only mm-hmm. Reddit's been out most of the most of the week. Uh, you can ask us anything a couple of different ways. 
hit us up on Twitter at the mainland with the hashtag AskTMLPC or email us at the mainland at gmail.com and uh, ask us that way or go to the mainland.com podcast page and fill out the form and ask us that way. So several ways you can do it. We also love it if you would rate us wherever you get your podcasts, review us. If you rate us and leave a review and it's a five-star rating and if it's on Apple Podcasts specifically, because that's the easiest one for us to find, uh, if you do that, we'll read your five-star review on the show and we would love to have that. But uh, the important thing is you rate and review us, subscribe, make sure you download the show even if you can't listen to it um, because all of that helps us with the algorithm. The algorithm knows all. It rules our online lives. Yeah. Uh, no new five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts this week. We're hoping for more next week. We'll see. We'll see if Orlando City Guy has any more relatives. Um, but, right. uh, that's that's about it for now. Uh, I would say also one thing I would really like for folks to consider is to consider supporting this and our, our website uh, on an ongoing basis by subscribing on our Buy Me a Coffee just go to buymeacoffee.com slash the mainland. And if that's something that you're like, oh, I can't remember uh, what that was called, something about coffee, I don't know. Uh, just go to the mainland.com and click on the link. It's on our homepage and it's an advertisement. It says advertisement, but uh, it basically it says, our buy me a coffee, go here and subscribe. Yeah. And you click that and you go through and you'll see three different levels of membership benefits. Uh, we have been sending out our newsletter every monday hopefully people have been enjoying that's a little couple mini stories of you know things that are on our mind a little bit less formal than most of our writing on the site and uh, we've had like a watch party for the inter miami game uh we, you guys depending on what level you are you can commission a podcast on any topic you want you can cool sit in and you can sit in and watch us do our podcast even when we have guests so like yeah. even if we have a player on or whatever um, you know, I've been sending out invitations when I do our zooms, every time we do a zoom for, for this podcast, it gets sent out to our, our, uh, you know, designated player level, uh, supporters. So anyway, just, it's out there. Take a look, see what you think. We're going to be adding more stuff to it. Um, there'll be giveaways. There'll be a message board with a super secret password to, get in and, and see us there. We'll probably do some live um, streaming events and some stuff like that. Uh, anything that kind of comes to our attention or that you bring to our attention, anything that we can do, we're going to add value to you. So, um, you know, in, in exchange for your support. So uh, we would love to have you on board. If you missed out on our uh, GoFundMe uh, or if you were waiting for this uh, Patreon style subscription service, it's there. Go check it out. Give it a try. Why yeah. not? Yeah, throw it down for a month or two. If you don't like it, you can cancel. But give it a shot. Yeah. The other thing we uh, we would I'll mention about it before we shut up about it is that if you if you do want to join and you uh, you know it's a it's a you know it's monthly it's taken out monthly, but if you sign up for the whole year, you get two months for free. Oh, now that's a deal. Yeah. So if you if you're willing to throw it all down up front, you get two months for free. And, uh, and that's at any level. So, uh, other thing you'd love for you to do is to check out our shop, go to the mainland.com and click on shop and see the items we have. And you might like some of them. Some of them are quite useful. Oh yeah. Uh, including a, I love the mailbag box t-shirt. Yeah. And if you love the mailbag box, uh, and you don't have an, I love the mailbag box t-shirt. Do you really love the mailbag box? You know, I mean, I know I have the t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know there's others because we've seen them. Yes. Yes. And thanks to everybody who has, has shopped and supported us that way. So a couple different things you can do. But Dave, here's our last order of business. Orlando City at New England Revolution, Saturday night. OMG, what's going to happen? Give me your key matchups. Give me your score prediction. This is a, a major battle for the Lions. And if they get through this one with their unbeaten streak intact, that's a major accomplishment. That is a salute, the major accomplishment, because yes, it, it will be. That's going to be a tough one, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast. Five starters out. Uh, we've got 
the backup situation is going to be very, very thin and uh, the substitutes are, you know, don't even know who they're going to be necessarily. So tall order of business. I think it's pretty obvious given, you know, what we said, the game plan was most likely going to be, which was to, um, you know, absorb and then try and hit on the counter. So what do they have to absorb? They've got to absorb uh, heel and bow and everybody else is going to be trying to score goals. So that back line uh, and the D mids and this time Mason, how well they're able to keep the ball out of the net, how well they're able to stop the attacks from happening and or Mason making the save is that that's where it's at. Um, that's that's the whole ball game. You know, if they can hit on the counter, great. But if you come out of this with a nil nil draw, that's a that's going to feel like a victory. Yeah. Um, so did you throw your score in there somewhere? I did not. I'm, I'm feeling fairly pessimistic about this one. So <laughs> I'm going to agree with our guest. I'm going to say it's a, a, a two, one loss for Orlando city up there in Gillette stadium on the plastic. All right. I'm going to go a little bit slightly different from you on the key matchup for me. It's when I, when you play new England and Carlos Hill is in the lineup. That's the key matchup is de- denying him the ball, trying to crowd him uh, when someone else has the ball so that they uh, appear. He doesn't appear to be open so that he can't find him. Uh, but yeah, denying service to him is generally the best way to do it. It's hard to do for 90 minutes, but that's kind of what they're what they're tasked with doing. And without Cartagena, that task gets a little bit tougher uh Felipe's a crafty dude but I'm guessing he's going to get a yellow card in this game. Uh, I would say Cesar probably gets a yellow card in this game and maybe a couple defenders get yellow cards in this game uh trying to keep him quiet and try to deny the ball to him. Um if he doesn't have it, it's hard for him to set up other guys. So that's that's to me the key uh in this game. How how much can they limit his touches? It's very tough to do especially when he drops deeper and deeper to try to get on the ball when when you are having success. So um, you know, once he's on the move and the ball's moving around, it's really hard to, uh, to stay with him and, and at all times and, and try to deny, uh, the, those passes. Uh, I think this is going to be a difficult one and it just doesn't go well in new England ever that field, uh, good crowds, a good team with a lot of firepower. I'm going to say that it's going to be three one um new england i just uh it's not a good game to have a backup goalkeeper and a backup central midfielder and a backup center back and a backup <laughs> uh, fullback uh and 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 <laughs> yeah it's not a good night to have those and especially the offense may suffer from not having Torres because Torres has been really the linchpin the last couple of games and now he's gone. So, um, yep. you know, maybe Ojeda can turn it on. This might be one of those games where they need to have like they did at Philly, where if they can go out and just stun the other team with two quick early goals and maybe hang on and, and, uh, and get a result that way, that might be the recipe. But I do expect a, a more defensive and cautious game from Orlando. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And uh, hopefully it's not too ugly um, because we're going to have to watch it. Yes, and then we're going to have to talk about it next week. Yep, uh, we're going to have to do too. Yep, so next week is going to be a jam-packed week. We're going to be uh, here to re- you know regale you with our tales of the New England game. Uh, we're going to be um, getting ready for the Philadelphia Union. And... Um, yeah, it's a busy week. And we'll tell you a little bit about the OCB game at Chicago, which is uh, underway right now. The last I saw it was 18 minutes in, no score, and Jack Lynn had picked up a yellow card for dissent. So pro going to pro, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we got all of that to go. Uh, next week, our two shows, we will be focused on uh, recapping New England, previewing the Philly uh, game on the first one, and on the second one, recapping Philly and getting ready for the next game, uh, which is another big one, Dave, at Seattle on short rest, because thanks, MLS. I don't know why we're surprised they do it to us every single season. 
yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but it is what it is. The uh, this would have been a much better game doing uh, to play New England on Wednesday, but I think they played on Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. I may be wrong, but uh, mm. I do I do know that if they had played in the midweek, they could have uh, spread this out mm. a little better. No, they didn't. Okay, well, I did see their 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 Twitter said something about a Wednesday win. Maybe there maybe it was a Maybe I was stuck in the for you and it was from last week. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I really hate the for you part of uh, Twitter. Thanks, Elon. Yeah. All right, Dave, anything Twitter's else you... not great. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on no, that. Nah, Twitter's not great. Um, I, You know what? No, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, I'm a little worn out and I need to rest up so that I can watch that Orlando City match. So I think we've done enough damage and maybe we ought to get out of here. I think so too. I think that'll do it. Big thanks again to Sam Minton from the Blazing Musket for being on and telling us about the revolution and and the evolution of the revolution this year from last year. Uh, thank nice. you, Sam. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Remember to go to themainland.com and read our stuff. Follow us on Twitter at the mainland. Follow Dave on Twitter at mainland Dave. Follow me at mainland Michael. And if you're a Pride fan as well, make sure you're following at Scoperp Soccer. That's yeah. very important. We need more uh, more support there. Um, we just hit our 10th episode on Scoperp, and we're just getting started. Uh, it, literally just yeah. getting started. But, I mean, it, look, you have plenty of time to catch up. It's only 10 episodes. Yeah, for sure. Also, uh, you can like us on Facebook. Like I mentioned, go to our Buy Me a Coffee, buymeacoffee.com slash the mainland. Check out the different levels of support, and uh, and please pull the trigger and see what you think and uh, visit our shop and all that good stuff. So do all of that, and we will be back next week. So the only thing left for us to do, Dave, I think, is to say, go City!